0: Welcome to the Regional Update with me, Jessica Strauss, the Weed Smart Project Manager and Communications Lead. Each fortnight on Mondays we interview a local expert from a different cropping region to provide you with a regional weeds-focused update. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Regional Update. Today we're heading to the Western Region and we're catching up with WA farmer Alex Davies. Alex is based in York and has a continuous cropping farming system and livestock. He does join us now. How are you going, Alex?
1: Yeah, I'm going good. How are you?
0: I'm really good. Lovely to have you on the podcast. Firstly, I wanted to just get a little bit more detail from you on your farming operation. Can you tell us a little bit more about it?
1: Ah uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so we're uh, cropping in around York and Beverly to so sort of continuous cropping on the country that we can crop, and then run stock in the Granite Hills uh, over the winter, and then yeah, in summer bring those stock down onto the cropping and graze them on the stubbles. But yeah, continuous cropping where we can, and yeah, growing wheat, barley, canola, and a little bit of lucerne.
0: Excellent. And uh, in terms of weather conditions that you've been experiencing uh, at the moment, can you give us a rundown on how the season has been going for you?
1: Yeah, no, it's been wet, probably a bit too wet, which has sort of created some new challenges.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, been exciting, I suppose, but challenging at times. So yeah, been getting bogged a lot, and fair bit of crop damage probably now from showing through where things got waterlogged, and yeah. Don't know what a, that'll equate to in yield penalties, or, but
0: yeah, that's really unfortunate about the crop damage. Yeah, it's a bit of a double-edged sword with the extra moisture that's around, Alex. But hopefully, it doesn't pan out too badly for you. We are going to shift gears and talk about some of the Weed Smart Big Six tactics that you're implementing. Can you give us a bit of an overview of what you're using to control weeds out of those Big Six principles on your farm?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So, using a fair few of the big six, probably the first one we got, uh, this year was the double knock. We were able to probably get, oh, 80% of our program for the du- double knock, which was great. Try and do it each year, but, uh, with conditions permitting, uh, last year, unfortunately, oh, and the year before, probably didn't get as many as we'd like, but, uh, this year was good. So, yeah, doing that when possible. Yeah, mix and rotate the herbicides as often as we can from year to year. Crop top, the crops that allow, yeah, canola and lupins especially, haven't done any barley yet, but it's handy to be able to do that if we needed. So we keep our, our row spacings at 10-inch, which is not super narrow, but it seems to work quite well for crop competition. And, yeah, we've also, well, three seasons ago, I think, put a seed destructor on the back of a header, which has, yeah, been really good. Uh, we were narrow wind row burning before that, but the destructor has been really good. In terms of not having that sort of burning pressure by the end of February, March, and yeah, sort of being able to just sort of worry about it or get it all done at harvest time, all your weed management coming off straight off the back of the header in one pass, has been great.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think I was I dropped into your farm with Shannon, your partner, who used to be our Weed Smart Comms officer when you were getting the uh, destructor fitted. And so yeah, it's a it's a big investment, isn't it? But uh, can you just talk to us about how how that process has gone and what effect it's having on weeds on on your farm, Alex?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. So yeah, we put it on our. We had an older header, and we put it on that for the first season, and then we changed that header over, and we ended up taking that unit off the old, the first header and putting it on the new header, which was quite an easy process and was good that we could sort of just keep the unit and continue it on. And we changed the mills, of course, but the unit itself just swapped straight over and, yeah, was on the new header and going well. Yeah, and in terms of uh, weed control, we were well, very fortunate enough to have Roberto come out from the weed control team at ARI, just so sort of blanket weed counts through a couple of our paddocks out the back and since we've implemented the seed destructor we've seen like a dramatic decline in weeds and well, up to sort of yeah 50 to 60 percent reduction in, in weed count numbers through those paddocks so that was pretty huge to see and like, sort of yeah subjectively you definitely notice it across the paddock quite easily with self-sown crops not germinating coming into seeding and you notice it where you turn the destructor on and turn it off and you can see that sort of start so very clearly
0: Yeah, that's really awesome data though to really, yeah, obviously the visual is, uh, you know, farmers obviously really know their paddocks well and can visually see uh, changes in weed burdens when they're going through at harvest and seeding and that kind of thing. But yeah, to have that raw data to really uh, spell out the effect is awesome, Alex. So yeah, really happy to hear that you're having uh, a win with the harvest weed control technology. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about uh, more broadly what kind of weeds burdens are most problematic in your area at the moment. What's of most concern to you at your farm?
1: Probably the grasses and mainly ryegrass has probably been the most difficult with a bit of brome, but we're sort of getting that quite easily now with any varieties. We also get a little bit of radish, but you sort of get the timing right on that with your broadleaf sprays, quite easy to control. It's not too bad, but yeah, it's definitely there, something to be mindful of.
0: Yeah, definitely. And Alex, you mentioned when you were giving that overview of what you're doing in terms of Weed Smart Big Six tactics that crop topping is one of the areas that you focus on and that's a recent topic that we uh, talked about quite extensively on the podcast. Can you tell us a little bit more in detail about your approach to crop topping and uh, why you value that as a tactic?
1: Yeah, it's sort of a great tool to have sort of as you come towards the end of the season. You know, you've you've given it your all but it, it's sort of your last go at um, really controlling all those weeds and, and setting it up to be sustainable for next year. And yeah, we've seen it be quite quite handy to set it up for the for the following year.
0: Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, and is there anything else that you'd like to mention in terms of your approach to weed control and what you've learned over the last uh, few years? Especially as a a young grower coming up through the ranks and implementing all these new tactics, there's obviously lots of innovation in the space. Looking towards the future, is there anything that you've got your eye on that you'd like to consider implementing at your on your farm?
1: Oh, there's all sorts of different exciting things happening in ag at the moment. It's been Pretty amazing. Some of the, the green on green technologies that are coming through now are going to be pretty insane to be able to use. And yeah, certainly changing very quickly. And yeah, just speaking to sort of my father and Pop about how things have changed through their generations are pretty exciting to see what I might be able to experience in and, and change and definitely in the weed control area going to be a hot
0: topic certainly is well alex i know harvest is just around the corner so i really wish you all the best for that and uh, thank you so much for giving us a bit of a snapshot into how things are going at your place from that we control perspective we really appreciate it
1: yeah no worries thank you very much for having me